This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Christmas, everybody. Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show. My name is Eric Peterson. I am here with my good buddy, Danny Jordan. Hello. We have our good buddy, Chris Sisley, on the ones and twos all the way from Brooklyn, New York. We got Emilio sitting on the floor in the studio here. <laughs> we are all here. We are pumped. We are ready for episode 11. Wow. No. No. Episode 12. 12. Episode 12 of season two. Can you believe this? I can't believe it. Happy that Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you are devouring turkey. Yes. Or maybe. Maybe, us. maybe people are like, they've just put the turkey in. They're like, oh, how am I going to kill some time today? Sure, yeah. I'm going to put the turkey in. Don't want to undercook it. Don't want to undercook it. Never. Horrible no. idea. Yeah. Uh, they put the turkey in. They're like, oh, what am I going to do? Oh, I'm going to put on Christmas countdown. Boom. And here we are. So if we are a part of your Thanksgiving Day festivities, Thank you. whether it's the morning, whether it's the afternoon, whether the family has all gone home, and you're like, God, I need to decompress. <laughs> Whenever you're consuming, yes. we hope you had an amazing or you're having an amazing or you're about to have an amazing yes. Thanksgiving day. Uh, this is a very special day where we give thanks for all that we have in life. And I know that we all have a lot to be thankful for. And one of those things is, is our listeners. Yes, absolutely. We're so thankful that... Uh, any of you and all of you have decided to check us out. Some of you are just finding us this season for the first time. Some of you listened to us in the first season are, and are repeat listeners and viewers, and we appreciate that so much. Uh, please do tell your friends about us. You yeah. know? Um, if you find our show even mildly entertaining <laughs> and charming, then uh, you know tell people about us because we're, we're having a good time doing it. Our numbers seem to be going up every day, which is awesome. We're very excited. Wait, why are you laughing, Danny? I'm Did just I thinking about weird? like somebody you're like, if you're mildly entertained, yeah, like mildly I just love the idea of like being at the Starbucks and you're like, Hey, so what do you got going on today? Well, I was I, mildly entertained. I've got this by... mildly entertaining podcast that I'm listening to. I think you should check it out. Hopefully you'll be mildly entertained. <laughs> mildly entertained. That, that, that should be the, but we should add it to our logo here. Christmas countdown show. Mildly, mildly entertaining. entertaining. <laughs> I know. I think, I think jingles your bells. Jingles is, your bells. It's got better. a little bit more no. of a ring to it. Oh, literally. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Thank you. good. Um, you also got to follow us on the socials. You've got to. Which are, we are at Christmas Countdown Show on YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Yep. And then we are at Xmas Pod on Twitter. You know it. Tweet, tweet. That's right. We are, as long as it's there. As long, we're as, long gonna as it's be, alive. We're going to be tweeting away over there. That's we, right. Yes. We don't tweet very much. Like, that's, I, I don't know if that's really, like, we have a lot to say. Sure. And sure. It, we, that's mostly like where we like to keep people updated on like new episode. If you yeah. really want to engage with us, Instagram the is place. the spot. That's where we like to post a lot of, you know, behind or the, the scenes. Or the Facebook group. Or the Facebook group, which you can only get access yeah. to if you join our Patreon. Uh, and to do that, all you have to do is scroll down in the episode notes for this episode. Click on that link. It'll take you directly to our Patreon You'll become a supporter of the show. You're going to get exclusive access to content only made for our Patreon peeps. You're also going to get into our private group on Facebook. Mm -hmm. You'll become a close friend on Instagram. Uh, if you join it, I think the $10 level, you get a, a coupon, a discount code Ooh. for our website. Speaking of our website, ChristmasCountdownShow.com, yeah. we've got exciting merch there. Mm -hmm. This is good stuff. we got There's a lot of fun so ways to much, connect with us. So much fun stuff happening. Eric, I'm just I'm glad to be here. It's, I was I was having this thought the other day. I was like, how are we already more than halfway through this, this season. season? It is kind of crazy. And it got me thinking about people like Michael Bublé, Pentatonix, sure. 
Mariah Carey. Who work a ton during Christmas? Yes. Yeah, okay. And I was like, awesome for them that they're, you know, working and they're yeah. they're making some cash. Sure. You know, cashing those checks. Uh, but also it's gotta be hard because I'm realizing this even in myself, like as we do this show, is like, am I so, am I so focused on the show mm-hmm. that maybe I'm missing out this on this season a little sure. bit? So I wanted to sort of check myself and be like, okay, Danny, it's Thanksgiving now. You've got basically a month until Christmas. Yeah. You've checked in with yourself. And I think that would be advice for anybody else out there is that we get so wrapped up in like, got to do all these things that sometimes yeah. we miss out on just being in it. You know? Yeah. I think, you know, one of the big things is to find the, I don't want to say quiet moments, but just slowed down moments. Mm. Whether that be, I know for my family, a big thing is screen usage, right? Okay. And I'm just as guilty as my kids. Like I'm addicted to my phone. I'm always scrolling, seeing what's going on, right? The times that we have our best family memories seem to be when all of us put the devices down, right? The kids are not on video games. My daughter's not on her phone. My wife's Mm. not on her phone. I'm not on my phone. And we just are doing something together, whether that be playing a board game, doing Mm. a puzzle, watching a movie, something playing in the backyard, something that is an an event that we're all a part of that doesn't require the individual screen kind of stuff. Mm. You know... uh, one good thing to do with your phone, though, is listen to the show. Yes, obviously. yeah, yeah. Continue. You could you lock the screen. Y- yes. I have a question, you know, about like screen time, and this has nothing to do with Christmas. You know how Apple has that feature where you can like set a limit for yourself yes. on how much screen time you get <laughs> yes. every day. So I, I did that mm-hmm. a how's, few weeks how's ago. How's that going for you? Horrible. <laughs> uh, it it makes me feel so bad uh, yeah. because usually like around like two o'clock it'd be like you've reached your limit for the day. I'm like it's only two o'clock. <laughs> I've and, got more to do. And it's like do you want to ignore this? I'm like yes, yeah. I definitely want to ignore this and stop being so bossy about yes. me and what yeah. I can do. But the frustrating part about it is when you try to go like on the internet, every time you try to like search in a new window, it reminds you over you're and over, over and over limit, again. Yeah. But if anything, maybe that's a reminder to us to take those moments. Yeah. To, to put the phone sort of away and especially on Thanksgiving and the, you know the weekend of Thanksgiving where you have so much family that comes together yeah. and now that like really this is the first Thanksgiving we've had since what night or 2019 yeah that it's we really uh, that kind it of feels of like COVID era. yeah we don't have to be masked right. you don't have to have like i remember the first year of thanksgiving like i brought in like four air purifiers around sure. the thanksgiving table because i was like we wanted to see my folks but also like we're trying to do everything smart yeah. i changed like the air filters for my hvac unit sure. and, and now i feel like we can all take a collective breath yeah and we can look at the fact that we made it through and that we are here and if there were ever a time to be thankful I think it's now. Yeah. So let's let's embrace that. Let's be thankful today. Have fun shopping this weekend. Yeah. It's Black Friday, Friday Cyber Monday. There's so much shopping to be done. Have you started shopping? Uh, I've done a little bit of shopping, not much. I have a sort of my kids aren't listening to this, so it's okay. But I have a few gifts that are already on top of the dryer. They're sort of high up because we okay. are washer and dryer are stacked. So it's, oh, it's very smart, high. smart move. Um, but yeah, so I do have a few things that I've gotten for the kids. But one thing that we should definitely encourage people to do when they are shopping for this weekend yeah. is two things. One, shop local. If yes. you can find small businesses in your town, especially that have dealt with the pandemic yep. and small businesses got crushed during the pandemic. Yeah. And a lot of them didn't make it. So if you have a little mom and pop in your town, 
see what you can do about going and getting something from them, helping them make it through the holiday season. Um, it will make you feel better about yourself. It'll make them feel better about themselves. Everybody wins. So after you've shopped local and you've mm-hmm. helped out the people in your immediate town, then you're going to want to go over to hallmarkchannel.com backslash gifts dash we dash love dash two to not the number dash give hallmark channel backslash gifts we love to give but you got to put dashes in between all those this is their holiday gift guide that is so exciting they have hallmark channel items that you can get there you know you can get ornaments the wines you know candles stuff like that but they also have some uh other gifts that are going to be great that you can get for the people on your list definitely check it out we've Gone to it. It's very oh, yeah. cool. I'm we looking love it. at it right now, Eric. I mean, there's a few items that have jumped out to me, and I love that they call it the gifts we love to give. Like, that's so great. It feels so on brand for Hallmark Channel. Um, and if you're like, I don't, I don't know how to track these URLs. We'll also put that down yeah, in the we'll put uh, the, link in the episode notes. You can just click on that. It'll take you directly to Hallmark Channel's uh, gift guide. I was scrolling through it uh, the other day, and I was like, oh my gosh, I really love this personalized indoor snowball fight bucket. Mm. Like I've seen these things before, but this is like a totally like new take on it. Where like all of the snowballs look like little snowmen. Oh, that's so cute! And they've got like carrot noses and like little faces and smileys. They've also got some uh, like touch gloves. You know how like speaking of devices sure. and how we're always on our devices. Well, it's colder, and you don't want to take your gloves off no. when it's cold outside. You want to you want to be able to still use that device. If you're maybe in a new town, maybe you're visiting sure. like New York City or Chicago yeah. or London where it's cold. And you're looking at your map. Well, you got to get some gloves, you know, that are that are friendly for navigating your phone. They've just got so many gifts that that run the gamut from Hallmark branded stuff. Um, and some of those items we were so fortunate enough to receive. Yes, and we should tell people because so we got Danny and I because we're working with Hallmark this season. Yep. They sent us a very nice swag box, so good. full of Christmas goodies. And many people have been reaching out. I don't know about you, Jenny, oh, but yeah. I'm getting messages every day of people being like, how do I get that box? How do I get the stuff that was in that box? If you go to Hallmark Channel's gift guide, a lot of the things are in there, so you can order them yourself. Yeah, they've got, I think the popcorn bucket is on there. They've got uh, this Hallmark Channel watching mug. And that mug is, is it's hefty. Good. It's sort of become like the, the mug of choice in my house i love that uh and it's a but my daughter every morning she's the one who gets to choose which mug mommy gets and which mug daddy gets yeah and up until a few days ago that was the only holiday mug that we had right. but now we've done the full switch over so sure. like the non-holiday mugs are gone Hol- holiday mugs are in so i was always like i hope she picks the holiday mug for me i want that hallmark mug so badly some days i would get it some days my wife would That's get right. it. But either way, whoever was getting it was getting some massively married cheer. So Hallmark Channel has so much great, great stuff, and you're going to want to check it out. So again, that link will be down in the episode notes uh, for this episode, or you can just go to hallmarkchannel.com, and I think there's a drop-down for gift guides yeah. specifically. It'll take you there. So many great gift ideas. You know, As we know, when the holiday season comes around, and that's what today's episode is all about. We is didn't like, even tell people. That, we that's didn't. why we were talking about yeah. this, is that our, our theme today is top five gift to give at Christmas. So that's why we're talking about this. And you know, you're like, you know what, Danny and Eric, I really appreciate the ideas you've given me today, but like Hallmark Channel is maybe a little more tapped in sure. to what my family might sure. like, our sensibilities. So now you're not only going to get Danny and Eric's 
you know, five nice. gift ideas, our gift guide, as it were, or the gift guys. Oh, hey, great. Hallmark Channel's the gift guide. We are the gift guys. That's right. So you're going to get so many suggestions today via Hallmark Channel and via us on this episode. And that's going to take a lot of the stress as we talk about like sinking into the season. Like now get started early. Yeah. Because then you can enjoy those final days that like December 21st through the 25th mm-hmm. when it gets crazy with either Christmas parties or, you know, Christmas pageants at your school or church or whatever. Um, if you can leave those days and not have shopping still to do, you're going to be happier. Trust me. A hundred percent. Plus extra bonus. You can wrap those gifts, mm. put them under your tree mm. And it's and, even longer that people have to look and guess what it might be. Yes, but also the visual. Yes. I oh, love yeah. my lit tree, but there's sure. something about when packages start to like fill up. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. It just feels so cozy. Yeah. Like the packages are cuddling I agree. with the I like tree that. and they're having this little Christmas cuddle. <laughs> um, I think we got a game we're going to be playing today, Chris right? Chris has another game for us, which I'm excited because Chris's games are awesome. They're the best. All right, Chris, what do you got for us today? So this game is a straight ripoff of Name That Tune. <laughs> Great. Okay, perfect. It. So much so that we're just going to use the Name That Tune theme music, so we'll talk about the game on the other end of this. Okay. <laughs> All right, we are back. <laughs> and this is a game I'm going to call... Name that Christmas movie. Great. So I went to IMDb and collected the five top cast members from some pretty popular Christmas movies. Mm, okay. The way this game will work is I'll give you two years and you pick one. Sure. I'll read you the top five build people in a movie from that year, and you'll have to decide what movie it is in the fewest number of cast members. So like if I say I can name it in two names, I'm only going to get number five and four? And four. Gotcha. But okay. before you do that, Danny will have the option of saying he can do it in, in one. one in one name. Sure. Okay, great. And so if that doesn't work for him, then we'll go back to you, and I'll add another name, and then we'll go back and forth gotcha. and keep adding names until you get it. And then I'm assuming by the first name, you will get the the movie. So. Is there any sort of well, special prize if I name it in zero names? Ooh. Just randomly guess it. No. <laughs> no, don't do it. No, nope, don't do that. That would ruin okay. the game. All right. All right maybe a slightly go. shorter episode, but besides that, <laughs> it's not going <laughs> to. All right. We're going to do rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. Right, ready? So you got it. One, two, three, shoot. Yeah. Ready? One, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Oh, cut. So then I decide, do I want to. Do you want to go first or. And by going first, I get to choose the year. Yeah, I'll give you two different years, and you can okay. pick which year, and then you can decide how many names you'll you need to oh, potentially okay. Yeah, I'll go them. first. I'll yeah. go first. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. okay. I'm ready. I'm going to give you two years. Let's try 1989 and 1996. I'm going to go 1996. And 1996. I, and I'm going to say that I can name that movie in three names. Oh, Okay. This is going to be good. 1996 movie, Christmas movie, obviously. Oh, wait, don't. Wait, do I get to bid better? Yeah, if Eric I think has I can the do better. To do it in two. I think I yeah. can do it in two names. Really? Two names. Two names. Danny, you want to try one? I'm going to. This is the first one out of okay. the gate. So we'll let you do it All in right. two. Okay. I can do it in two. All right. 1989, you said? Or 96? Oh, this is 1996. 96. Okay, okay. 96. I'm ready. The fifth name is Robert Conrad. Okay. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> The fourth name is Rita Wilson. Okay, Rita Wilson. I know who that is. That's all you Rita get. Rita Wilson, Christmas movie, 96. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to go Christmas with the Cranks. That would be incorrect. Okay, so now Danny has the option of trying to get it in three, right? Yeah, I'll give him another name, and we'll keep going back and forth. All right. So the third name is Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Would that be... I'm just going to take a wild guess here. Scrooged. Incorrect. Okay. All right, so the next name will most likely give it away. And it's Eric has the first shot at it. The name is Sinbad. Okay, yes. Um, but what is that movie called? It is, okay. Oh, God. Um, I know who number one is on the list. Um, it is called, do you know what it is? No. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I know Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be number one. Uh, and oh. They're, they're trying to get a toy. Oh, I do know. <laughs> they're trying to get a toy. I don't know. What, I can't think what it's called. And it's not Shazam. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. You shouldn't I, have said Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know. Yes, I, you just, he I was going to get it anyways. Uh, no, I, oh, because you would have given you me the name. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Jingle All the Way. Hey. <laughs> that was a hard one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like this game, yeah. though. This is good. Yeah. All okay. right. So let's try a couple more. Whose turn is it now? My turn now. I get to pick the year. Yeah. Let's go um, 2000. Or 2017. Ooh. Let's go 2000. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to say I can do it in four names. I could do it in three names. I can do it in two names. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> two names. Okay. Two th- wait, it was 2000 what? 2000. Just the year 2000. 2000. So it's 2000. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I can do it in one name. Yes, go for yes, it, Danny. I can do it in one name. I think I, I, think right. I got. I have go like a connection to this movie. Okay, I feel good about this. The fifth name is Christine Baranski. <laughs> I know, I know it. But I get to guess first. You sure do, Christine Baranski. Good old Christine. Uh, the Grinch. You got it. <laughs> it, is what it is. Son of a, <laughs> son of a nutcracker. <laughs> Oh, I great. had a like I just when he said 2000 I was like I was thinking back remember I shared the story of when I saw Jim Carrey on the Jay Leno show doing his press tour for that movie I remember it was in 2000, 2000 yeah. Christmas 2000 I'll never forget that, that was good comment. all right you got another Woo! one I sure do right. so this one's gonna be let's say 1992 or 1988 oh my gosh I'm gonna go 92 and I'll say that I can name it in four names. I can name it in three names. I can name it in two names. I can name it in one. Oh name. my gosh! All right, this is fun. <laughs> oh man. Okay, you might be able to get it in one name. It's possible. Ooh. What's the year the, again? Ninety-two. Nineteen ninety-two. Okay. And the fifth name is Frank Oz. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna go Muppet Christmas Carol. You got oh, it. Oh, nicely done. Yes. Wow. I wouldn't that have known good. that. Yeah. I wouldn't have known that. That was really, really good. Muppet Christmas Carol. Nice. Do I do a couple more? Yeah. 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 This, this is, is fun. This is good. I love this. I got some older movies too. Let's do 1954 or 2017. 1954. All right. Let's do it. And I can name it in four names. 54? Yeah. Ugh. I'll give it a shot at three. I can do it in two names. I'm not going to attempt. Ooh. Two names. Okay. Give me two names. All right. All right. So the two names you're going to get are Dean Jagger and Vera Ellen. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, Dean Jagger and Vera Ellen. Yeah. Um, 
I'm gonna go White Christmas. You got it. Yeah, Vera, I knew, I knew that, Vera. That was the uh, that was the key. Because I w- I had a flashback to season one when you were Talk talking about, about White yeah. Christmas, and I remember you saying Vera Ellen. Yeah, because you were like, c- oh, what was her name? You were like yeah, trying we to find her name. Her name. And yeah. Dang it, that was good. Nicely done, Eric. All right, Danny's up. All right, here we go. Okay, so we're gonna do. How about 1989 or 1988? Ooh. I'll go 89. How could you? 88. <laughs> Come on. <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> go one of two ways. Here. It could go one uh, of two ways. And I'm going to say four names. Three names. You got this, Danny. Two names. One name. What? One name. Oh, Give me man. one name. 19. Wow. What, is it 89 we said? 89. Okay. Do you think you know it already? No. Okay. The name you're going to get is John Randolph. Mm. Johnny. 89, John Randolph. I'm going to go Christmas Story. Incorrect. Incorrect. Okay. All right. So I get get two. I get two names. Okay. I'm going to add one more name onto it. This one might give it away. I have a feeling it probably will. Johnny Galecki. Oh, yes. One of my faves. Yes. Love this movie so much. That would be the classic National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. That's it. Got it. Who is who does John Randolph is he one of the grandpas? He's one of like the dads, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. That nice. was good. You got one more for us? Sure. Let's do another let's one. Let's do it. Like, I got let's 14 try, actually. <laughs> let's try um nineteen eighty five or two thousand seventeen. Two thousand seventeen. Let's do a new one. Mm. All right. And I can do it in four. I could do it in three. I can do it in two. I could do it in one. Yes. <laughs> Go for it, Danny. <gasps> I like it. Okay. We're just like, it's just a matter of us just going just to one every to time. One. The fifth name you're going to get is Linda Cardellini. Okay. Good old, good old Linda C. Uh, 2017. Y- you know who she is, actually. Do I? I was going to say who it is, but I don't want to. Yeah, don't. don't yeah, yeah, I know who she is. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to go with 2017. Oh, my gosh. This one is a little harder than the other ones, I think. Yeah, because I'm trying to think of a Christmas movie that came out in 2017 that I would know. Or like, I don't know. I feel like recent Christmas movies are not popping. This one's tricky because I want to go. Okay, this is not going to be correct. No, I'm not even going to guess it because I know it's wrong. I'm going to go with the movie that is called I <laughs> dude I don't know. I'm I'm going to guess uh Home Alone 6. Uh <laughs> Arthur Christmas. Okay. Incorrect. Give me another name. Please. So this is the fourth name, John Lithgow. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. 2017 yeah. Is is it always a movie or could it be a television special? These will be movies, but we could very easily do TV specials next time. Okay, but it's not <laughs> in here. Okay. Cuz I was going to yeah. say maybe like Shrek the Halls, which mm. Lithgow would have been in. Yeah. Maybe. Well, actually he probably wasn't in. Um, okay, shoot. But it would have been a good guess. Um, would it help if I did a John Lithgow impersonation right <laughs> I now? I think you have to. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow, Eddie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I have to pass. Pass? Yeah. I need one more name. Whoa. Right. Danny gets one more. The third name you're going to get is Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. I feel like you don't know either. I know it. 
I know it. I know it. Oh, you do? Yes, I know it. It is not. It's not Passion of the Christ. <laughs> it's not Passion He of directed the Christ. that one. Um, I know it. Uh, you know it? That means I got to figure it out very quickly here in my head. Oh, I know the movie. It's the one. Uh, aren't they like the grandfathers? John Lithgow and Mel Gibson are the grandfathers of the couple that's married and they go to celebrate Christmas and at Mel Gibson's house and the son's not getting along with Mel Gibson's mm. character, if I remember correctly. Mm. Oh my gosh. I, I've seen the movie. Clock. Give him a clock. Tell me must oh answer. Oh my gosh. I don't need an answer. Uh, oh my gosh. Oh, I don't know the name of the film. This is Stakes kill. are low. Don't worry about it. I know. <laughs> I'm just, okay, fine. I know this is wrong. Four Christmases. That's wrong. Incorrect, unfortunately. Daddy's Sorry. Home right, too. So I'll give you one more oh. name. Yeah, Daddy's Home too. That's right. Daddy. I was going to give you Mark Wahlberg. Is that considered a Christmas movie? It's it's all at Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair That's enough. actually a very funny movie. It is. I remember seeing it, movie. but I was like, I feel like it's a sequel to something, but I couldn't remember. I don't think I've actually seen the first Daddy's Home, but I've I seen Daddy's Home either. too. Yeah. It's good, yeah. I think the only reason I watched the second one was because it was around the holidays. Sure, yeah. Can we do one more, Chris? Because this is really fun. I like these. Absolutely. Okay. Sure. We'll do 1985 or 1994. I'm going to go with 1994. And I'm going to do it in four names. I can do it in one guess. Whoa. One name. I'm skipping down. Whoa. The okay. Let's ride it, All baby. Right, Let's go. go. The one name you're going to get is David Crumholtz. Okay. 94. David Crumholtz. I'm going to go the Santa Claus. You got it. Yes. Wow. Nicely done. Who did David Crumholtz play in that movie? Is he He's Bernard? He's Bernard, yeah. Um, that's right. Okay. That was good. That was a good game. That was a ton of fun. I Man, that. that made me think Yeah. a lot. It also made me realize, like, oh, maybe I don't know as much about Christmas movies as I Well, no. I th it, th that's more, frankly, a game of, like, knowledge of actors mm. and actor names. I thought you were just going to say, that's more of a game of knowledge. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you kind of have to be smart to get yeah, points in that game. Sorry about it. I love that you skipped from four to one. Four though. to one. That was a very bold move. It was bold, and it paid off. Because you knew you were going to go to one regardless, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you were going to get the odds. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, oh, maybe I should. The strategy in that game, I've realized, is you got to say three. You got to say three, because then you can get back to you one. You can get back to one. Yeah. Uh, unless you go, I'll name it in zero. Sure. <laughs> I'm just going to take a shot. I'm just going to take a shot and guess a random movie. That was a ton of fun. That was great. Uh, I love your games, Chris. It just brings like a whole new vibe yes. to the show, which I love so much. And speaking of vibes, you know, some of the best vibes we get are from our fans. Mm-hmm. And our fans will reach out to us via DM on social media. They will email us, Kringle at ChristmasCountdownShow.com. Uh, they will leave reviews for us on Apple. Yeah. So if you are listening to the show, whether you're new or you're like, you know, a grizzled veteran, as we say, and you have not rated the show yet, please make sure you rate us five stars if you're loving it uh, and leave us a review and you might get your review read by Eric or myself on the show. But if you're only mildly entertained, three stars will do. Really? <laughs> I don't think we've received one three-star review in the history of the show. Yeah, I shouldn't say that because we're going to get one. Now, Somebody's 50 three-star reviews are going like, to come through. Just to be funny, and it's going to bring our whole rating down. I know, because we're like on the precipice of five stars again. <laughs> yes. Um, so let's... Uh, so okay. just give us five stars, please. Okay, this is... This is a new review that just came in. Okay. I have not seen this one yet. Great. But I'm going to read it because God. of 
live because we'll do it live. We'll do it live uh, because of the title okay. of the review. The title of the review is "There's No G in Onion," <laughs> and this is coming to us from uh, a user by the name of an aspiring author, 35. So this is very fitting that I would be reading this. And it says, let me preface this review by mentioning the fact that it took my recently turned 41-year-old self nearly a week to figure out how to rate and review. (laughs) Technology has certainly come a long way from the days of the rotary phone, cassette tape, and console zenith. But I digress. I discovered this podcast November 1, 2022. That's two weeks ago from where we're at right now. Under normal circumstances, I wouldn't be this specific in mentioning the date in which I began listening. That said, after turning 40, I've allowed myself a bit more wiggle room when it comes to my silly rules about the appropriate time to, times to enjoy celebrating the various holidays, changing seasons, etc. With age comes wisdom, and I've made peace with the fact that life is far too short to wait until the Thanksgiving fanfare dies down to indulge in all that is Christmas. And with that, I decided to pursue the old podcast in hopes of finding something that could easily transition me from the post-Halloween sugar stupor to a Christmas state of mind. Enter Christmas countdown. From the first moment, I absolutely adored the show's content, the witty banter between Eric and Danny, as well as the lighthearted feel-good humor as a whole. Their tangents about such topics as stuffing versus dressing or is it a film or a television special are guaranteed to put a smile on my face and makes a less than desirable day that much more enjoyable. Not only do they make their listeners laugh, their passion for everything they discuss has us all waxing nostalgic during each episode. In a world that's been having a tough go for quite some time, Christmas Countdown has become a much-needed bright spot. If you have yet to listen, don't waste another moment. You won't regret it. Oh, and Eric, from one Chicagoan to another, a couple cities over in my hometown of Lombard, to be specific. Lombard, yeah. There's no G and Onion. (laughs) It's definitely not a Chicago thing. That is so great. I, he's from Lombard. That yeah. is only a few towns away from where I grew up. What a review. That is a great review. Isn't that great? What's his name? Uh, the username is an aspiring author 35. Aspiring author 35? Yes. Thank you so much. What a that review. was so kind, so heartfelt, we could tell. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you're wrong that there is a G and onion, <laughs> but. <laughs> but that being said, your review is so touching. Thank yeah. you very, very much. That I literally was getting chills yeah. reading that. Like it's interesting, you know, aspiring author, you were talking about like the way our show has made you feel. I feel like you captured that same feeling in the words that you shared. Yeah. With us. Like that just puts the biggest smile on my heart. So so thank you so so much. So I'm gonna pass off the phone for Eric to read another one. That is great. All right. So I have one uh which is you guys know, I don't know if you know this, but we can never read the full titles of what these reviews are. It's just the way that it comes up on the yeah. phone. So this is podcast is new favorite tr- tr- trip down memory trip lane. Down memory lane. Yeah, I buy that. Tradition. Tradition. Probably tradition. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this is from a rustic. Mm. A rustic, and they gave us five golden stars, and they said. Uh, This is such a wonderful Christmas podcast. It's turning into one of my favorite new Christmas traditions. Yeah, they probably meant traditions. The conversations and countdowns really help me slow down to enjoy all the magic the season has to offer. My favorite is to listen while I work on a Christmas puzzle. Hmm. Eric and Danny, thank you for keeping the spirits high. You guys are the best. Thank you very much, A. Rustic. That's so kind. You know, I know we say this every time we read reviews, but like, 
you guys are getting us. You you understand us, and like yeah. you're getting what we're trying to put down, and that's it. Makes us feel very uh, validated, frankly, 100%. to feel like what we're doing and the way that we're doing it and the way that we're getting it out to you guys uh, is working, and that people are being changed or at least like reminded of the good times and uh, celebrating the season in the right way. Should we read a couple more? Let's read maybe? a couple more. Yeah, this this one I read the other day, and I had to share it with my wife because it just it, it made me smile. And I knew she would love it because of what this person says. So the title of this review is So Joyful, and this comes from Sue in STL. So I like to think it's Sue in St. Lou. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You know. Sue in St. Lou. Sue, you should change your name to Sue, Sue in St. Lou. Lou. Uh, I love that. So, so Sue says... Sue says, uh, <laughs> listening to this podcast is like watching the final scene in White Christmas. Oh. Bob and Betty get back together. The general is honored. The barn doors open and it's snowing and everyone sings. So joyful. It just makes me happy to listen to each episode from those who love Christmas as much as I do. Thank you and Merry Christmas. That is awesome. Sue and St. Lou. That's a great one. Yeah. uh, We'll do one more. One more. Okay. This is uh, All I Want for Christmas. Must I'm guessing, is maybe more of this podcast. I don't know. Here we go. Uh, and this is from The Sleepy Bunny. And they gave us five golden stars. And they said, I, like a lot of people, came here in search of something to get me in the holiday spirit. But after listening to the pod for a week or two, I can guarantee that I will be listening all year round. Love the friendship between the hosts, always making me smile. If you read this right now, your holiday... You holiday host yourselves. I'm probably freaking out. She's freaking out. <laughs> She's freaking out. Oh, my God. Sleepy Bunny, we're talking about you. Sleepy Bunny. And Sleepy Bunny's name is Ava. Say hi to Ava. Hi, Ava. In Spain. España. How do you say Merry Christmas in Spanish? Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas. And she wrote a big Merry Christmas. Could, Would you, you, say, could you do that in Spanish? Like the opening. Feliz Navidad. Welcome to the Navidad countdown. (laughs) It's a Spanglish version. It's a Spanglish thing. Yeah. Um, But yes, Ava, thank you so much for that awesome review. And hello to you. We hope that you are freaking out. Yes. And uh, if you want to leave us a review, make sure you go to Apple or you can send us a DM. You can connect with us through Instagram. There's lots of places. Or you can send us an email, Mm -hmm. kringle at christmascountdownshow.com. It's true. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can rate there as well. They just don't let you leave a review. So click that five stars and then let us know. You're like, I'm listening on Spotify and, and here's my review and, and we will share it on the show as well. It just it warms our heart to know, like to think that someone in Spain yeah. is like sitting there listening to our show. And we just on our last episode read a card that we received from someone in Ireland. Ireland yeah. I, you all have no clue what it means to us really very cool to know like i feel like i say, we say this every single episode that like when we sat down when the facebook feed started of you posting i'm listening to christmas music or only 100 days till yeah. christmas or whatever it was and my wife tagged me into it and you said call me tomorrow yeah. and then i think it was a week later we recorded our first episode yeah. from our garage just for fun yep and here we are talking to new friends all around the world. It's just, um, you talk about things to be thankful for on Thanksgiving here, you know, for us in the States or just this season of thankfulness and gratitude. I'm thankful for people who have invited us into their lives, mm-hmm. who have opened up their hearts. Because also our episodes are not short. No. <laughs> They're long. Oh, we get it. And so the fact that you would take the time out of your day, even if we're just on in the background while you're 
doing a workout or working right. or driving to school or whatever. Um, we know that you have a choice. You know, uh, they, they always say on, I don't know if it's like Southwest or Delta, they say, we know you have a choice in airline carrier and we appreciate <laughs> that you've selected us. But that's true. There are yeah. so many podcasts in the world. And the fact that you would choose to spend an hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours with us uh, really is, is the coolest thing that could ever happen to us. It's wild. I was sitting here like watching you talk into the microphone mm. and just thinking that like your voice, it goes into this device through this cord. We didn't even have these microphones when we started. No, I had a horrible microphone. I had a bad one as well. And then we upgraded because we're like, if we're going to do this, let's, get let's do it right. But just thinking of like you, you're talking, Eric, and that that then goes out to the world. Like it's just, you know, because it's us here talking. Right. But I like to think I like to envision what it would look like. If we looked out into this all room, the little radio in. waves shooting yeah. out, yeah. or just even seeing all the faces, yeah, of all the people around the world who listen to this show, just it, it warms my heart. Yeah. It really, really warms my heart. So I'm just very thankful, and I know I had a big philosophical journey in a recent episode. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna put a, a, a regulator on myself sure. right now, and, and say, I think we should, um, we should get to the gifts. I we should get agree to our, our countdown. All right, um, all right. Here is uh, we're gonna start the countdown. All right, so today we are talking about the top five gifts to give at Christmas. Now, I don't know how you approached your list. We didn't really set parameters. Right. We didn't say, I don't know if you're going to have like a specific product or you're going to say like generally like get someone mittens or a scarf. You know, I don't know. I can All I know is how I did my list. This one was hard. This was hard because for me, I, again, had about 20 things that I was like, I really want to talk about these things. Yeah. But we had to get it to five. We did. And so I'm going to start us off. This is a company that I love. Okay. And we should say this. We're not getting paid or advertising money from any of these companies or products. We're just. But if they're listening. But if they're listening and want to send us stuff, great. We, we would take love that. it. Yeah. Um, but these are just things that we think are great. Um, I'm going to start with a company called The Coldest. Never heard the of it. The Coldest. That. They make water bottles. Oh. And I have a water bottle from them. They're. Uh, now, granted, you can get water bottles a lot of places, and they're the kind, they're kind of that metal-y, matte metal, but they have different colors as well. Um, I just find that I have loved this water bottle so much. I have the 64-ounce, which is a big honking water bottle, but it helps me drink less soda, which is great, yeah. because for me, the reason that I drink soda a lot of times is because I'm super thirsty, and I want an ice-cold drink yeah. instantly. With you on that. I can't like wait to put some ice in a glass and put water and then let it get cold. Mm -hmm. Can't do it. But with the coldest water bottle, that's the name of the brand, the coldest, uh, you can get these water bottles, and then I just keep my little thing around me all day, and I drink a bunch more water. They have very cool designs. Uh, my daughter has like a pink glittery one. I have a big black one and my wife has one as well and yeah they're they're very cool so check out the coldest water bottles can you get them on amazon you can get them on amazon i just had an idea in the moment here um because we're going to talk about a lot of products sure. today what if we in the episode notes listed like your five and my five and we just put links yeah to where you can yeah. buy those products we'll just that. to make it easier for people easier, yeah. maybe you don't want to buy maybe you just want to research a little bit more we want to make it as turnkey for you as, yes. as possible so i have to say this one was tough for me okay because i talked about like gift giving right yeah. and for me it's it's my love language and i love giving thoughtful gifts so I was trying to get myself into this headspace of 
general ideas. General gifts, yeah. Because I'm so hyper-specific with my gifts that like trying to think generally about stuff was really hard for me. And I need to say out of the gates that one of the items I had on my list was a gift that I received for Christmas last year. Mm. And I went to go like find the website so I could get all the information to share with everyone. And I realized that this gift that I received from my loving wife, who I'm so grateful for, and I know that she knew I wanted this thing so badly last year, she gave me a square foot of land in Scotland. Yes. Because there's this thing that's been going around where like you, if you own a piece of land Mm -hmm. in Scotland, you are officially a lady or a Lord Laird sort of situation. So I was like, oh, that would be amazing. Like people should gift that to people. And so I went and did some research. And unfortunately, back in 2012, uh, Scotland passed some law that does not allow people to break up parcels of land into smaller parcels. So you legally, I don't own land. It was a bit, of a, a bit of a sham. It was a bit of a, a, a sham. Yeah. I was going to say shamrock, but that would be the wrong, sure, sure. wrong country. Yeah. Um, but I, anyway, I was like, oh no. Yeah. But will I take down my proclamation? Absolutely that says, not. Lord Danny Jordan? Absolutely not. If given the option when I'm like checking in for a flight and they allow you to put like doctor or, you know, uh, Mansoor or whatever, I will put Lord. Absolutely. Every single time. And again, you earned that wifey. I love you. I'm I earned that. (laughs) Yeah, I have that. And I can go to that castle and I can stand on that little foot of ground. Yeah, that that little spot over there, that's yours. But I can go and I think that I can get a free tour and all that sort of stuff. So I would just encourage anyone who is maybe considering giving that gift this do year a little more research do a little bit more research sure. into it uh you know because you want to make sure that like the gift you're giving that yeah. it's, it's something legitimate um so anyway they, this really just threw my whole list into a tailspin is sort of uh the moral of the story so for number five i'm gonna go with something i decided you know what what are things that have been helpful for me um, and things that, that stick out in my mind. And, and the number one thing I'm going to list, I guess it would be number five, is uh, to create some sort of original artwork for somebody. Um, in our town, we have this like place, it's called, I think, like um, Color Me Mine is the name of the place. And it's one of those places you go to that has like mugs, and but they're all like blank, right? right. Mugs and uh, like Uh, little like jewelry holders and all these little like knickknacks that are like just white Mm -hmm. and you can paint it Mm. like ceramic ceramic stuff. Yeah. And then like they'll, they'll like whatever, whatever, throw in the kiln or whatever they do. But it's, so we did this for uh, my wife for, uh, from her birthday and my daughter made this, like my wife's ring holder had broken Mm -hmm. and she like, so they were all just sort of like strewn over the counter. And I was like, well, this would be really nice because she needs a ring holder because she has all this jewelry how cool would it be if i took the girls and i just let them hold paintbrushes and just do whatever they want daddy not controlling the whole thing and so it's great because it allows your kids to express themselves artistically but it also creates this very unique piece of art that like it's a keepsake where lynn you know 30 years from now will be like oh that's how emmy painted when she was three and so then my wife did the exact same thing for me and I have a mug nice. that Emerson made for me Emerson and Riley made for me and it says daddy 
on it. I'll get choked up talking about it because like every time I use it or every time I'm making coffee um, and it's hanging up there, Emerson would be like, daddy, use the one that I painted. Yeah. And she just always wants me to use that. So it's, it's something very special. It's the gift that keeps on giving. And if you have a child, have the child paint it. Or if you're just looking for something unique to give someone, go paint something for them because it's something you can hold and it's something that's real. And it's, you took that time to go there and to create. And maybe you're not a great painter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Just express yourself artistically and give somebody something unique. But I think where it really finds its sweet spot is when you have a kid and you want to give it to grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, uncle, aunt, you can do some really, really unique stuff that they're going to hold on to and hold dear for many, many years. I love that. And going from your extremely heartfelt, beautiful gift <laughs> idea, my number four is an air fryer. <laughs> uh, my number four gift is um, get a personalized air fryer. No, not a personalized. Uh, I, I Maybe... Maybe this is crazy. Maybe everybody already has an air fryer. Or maybe we just got one last year and we just love this air fryer so much. We don't have a microwave anymore. Okay. We cook everything in this air fryer. And so I was thinking, I was because I was also trying to figure out like what kind of gifts am I putting here? Am I just putting things that I would want or things that like generally I think people would like? If you have someone in your list, uh, an in-laws or your parents or an older brother or sister or something like that, and you're like, I just don't know what to get for them. If they do not have an air fryer, you can get them pretty cheap. Okay. They're so. Do you have one? No, I don't even know how to use it. It is great. It basically it's got like one or two little drawers, and you can cook everything in there. Okay. You and it doesn't have oil, so it's like healthier for you. There's a lot better ways to. They have tons of like you know cookbooks of how to make stuff in the air fryer. You can make pickled chips and burgers and cheese sticks and you can make everything in there so how does it fry it if there's no oil it's like the heat or something it like shoots heat Do you have to put breaded things no in there? no i mean you couldn't put something in unbreaded and it wouldn't come out <laughs> that would be amazing um but no I'm, you can get like you know cheese sticks or something like that oh, and then you can cook them in there copy that you could like okay. put a stick uh, like a cheese like a mozzarella cheese stick like in frozen there. french fries Yes. You would put in there. Yes. And you would air fry them Absolutely. rather than oil fry Yes. Them. And they get less soggy. Everything has a little bit more mm. of a crunch to it. I highly, highly recommend an air fryer. So that's my number four gift is an air fryer. Can you bring in some air fried food sometime for me to sure. try? Yeah. I mean, I know time. you just gave me a bunch of gifts sure. on our last yeah. episode, but I mean. Next time. Next time. I would love to try some like yeah. air fried sweet potato fries. Oh, those like are good. Yeah. I feel like those would be super good. Yeah. Um, all right. So speaking of fried food. Um, <laughs> When you, you know, the holidays, we eat a lot. Yes. Right? And, you know, over the last couple of years, so many people have, like, canceled their gym memberships, right? Yeah. Because they couldn't go to the gym. Yeah. It wasn't open. So, like, Peloton blew up. You could get the bike. You could get the treadmill. Yeah. People are just working out at home. I got to tell you about a product that if you don't know about it, you need to get it in your life. And that is the Bowflex Select Tech Weights. Mm. Have you seen these things? Are these the ones with like multiple weights in one? Yes. Belt? And they have like the dial on the, yeah, on the yeah. top and the bottom. So I first got into these weights back in 2010, I think it was. It was the first time I did P90X and I was living in an apartment and I was like, what am I going to get? Like 10 pound weights, 15 pound right. weights. Like I was like, I don't have the room for that. Plus it's expensive yeah. to buy weights. They're like 20, $30 oh. per weight. Yeah. So these select tech weights, you can go from five pounds all the way up to 52 and a half pounds. Wow. Just by a little dial 
on the side. They're a little thick. They're you know a little you know cumbersome to an extent, but like you literally, it's these two racks that these weights just sit in. You dial it up. It makes working out so easy. Sometimes like I'll walk out to the garage to I don't know go throw something in the recycling. That's where my weights are sitting. I go over, crank out a couple you know curls, or I do some overhead like shoulder presses or whatever it might be. It makes working out so convenient. And and I will give you the tip that if you are going to get these weights. Make sure you get the stand for them as well. Mm. There is the Bowflex one that has like a built-in uh, like stand for your phone or your tablet. So if you're doing like workouts, it's just sure. right there. But there's another version on Amazon that I will link in the episode notes that has wheels on it. Mm. And that was a game changer for me because like it's nice to be able to like, I don't want to like have to walk all the way over. If you're doing like a video workout, just roll the weights right next to you. Yeah, You're all set. So anyway, the Bowflex Select Tech weights, I've had my set that I have right now since 2012 or 13 durable so durable and they work just like the first day i got them i love that yeah that's great um all right we're to number three for me and okay. this is actually ooh, this is segueing very nicely okay so you, you're gonna get in a good pump with the workout <laughs> right but what are you gonna wear you're gonna have to wear some very comfortable workout clothes mm. I'm going to tell you about a company that if you don't know about these guys, you got to go and buy everything that they sell. Okay. The company is called Viori. Do you know about this company? Is it V-U-O-R-I? Yes. I have about seven pairs of pants and about six pairs of shorts from this company. They... Now, everybody, everybody that's talking about loungewear says, like, our stuff is buttery soft. And, like, <laughs> right, everybody says it's buttery right. soft. And I have searched the world trying to find truly buttery soft clothes because I like to be comfortable. Right. And nothing comes even close to Viore. Mm. Viore is truly, it's a little pricey. Okay. I'll say that. Like, a pair of pants going to run you probably about like 80 bucks. Mm. So it's not like, Old Navy that you're going to just right. go get like a $10 pair of jeans. Right. But I'm telling you, durable and the softest things that you will ever put on your body. They are so good. Their shorts are so good. They kind of specialize in workout yeah. stuff, but they are now getting bigger. So they're getting more like pajamas and just like regular button-up shirts. And, you know, they have great stuff for men, great stuff for women. Yep. Viore.com. Check them out. I highly, highly recommend them. Do you have any other shirts? I do not have any of their shirts, but they are also very soft. I have one shirt by them that I bought at an REI. I think I was like, I had a gift card or something, yeah. and I grabbed the shirt and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's got a little bit of stretch in it. Yes, it's like silky smooth. It's but got, it doesn't look thin. No, it like looks like a durable good shirt, but it's super lightweight. Like I'm serious, this company I'm so is with you so on good. this, Eric. And there was like this little patch sewn to the underside of my right sleeve uh -huh. and it's it was like some inspirational quote about like the journey or something yeah. like that and i was like okay i mean you, you got me yeah. so uh i 100 support yeah. that decision get some vuori get some select tech weights yes you're gonna be set uh this holiday season um so number three for me this is gonna be a little bit of self-promotion okay so as Eric knows, and, and some of our listeners to the show, if you're new to the show, you, you may not know this, but I, uh, in addition to producing reality TVs, I became a children's book author last year. I released my first book, uh, which is called Ray's First Day, which is the first story in the Capable series. And the Capables are a group of kids, superheroes, all of whom have a disability and their powers are activated through empowerment. I wrote 
this book. I created the series um, as dedicated to my daughter. You know, she, my daughter was born, my oldest daughter was born with an upper limb difference back in 2018. And I wanted her to grow up with a story in her life where she could see herself as the hero. Not just like the kid in the background to like check a box. I wanted her and other kids uh, who have visible and non-visible disabilities to know that they can be the hero of the story. And so I created The Capables. And our first book, Raised First Day, um, received uh, the Kirkus Star. It was named one of the best books of 2021 by Kirkus Reviews Magazine. We got the Benjamin Franklin Award. So I want to say that if you are looking for a gift for a child in your life, whether it's your kid, uh, a, a godchild, a niece, a nephew, a grandchild, um, our first book, Raise First Day, which you can get on our website, thecapables.com, or you can get it on amazon.com. You can get it on Barnes and Noble. Um, it's, and I'm not just saying this like for me, but like, it's a good book. And like the illustrations that are in it are, are stunning. Our illustrator, Augustina, it's just mind blowing. It's basically like a, a comic book graphic novel yeah. for kids. Um, and it's an inclusive story. It's empowering for people who have a disability. It's empowering for people who maybe are a little bit different. Um, and it's educational. Maybe you've wanted to have that conversation with your kids about the differences that we have, but you've been nervous about how to have that conversation. We provide the framework within our books for you to have that conversation through through our story. You know, I know, thankfully, as a parent of a child with a disability, inclusivity is is becoming a thing. Representation is happening. And if you're looking for an inclusive book to add to your child's library or to your classroom or whatever it might be, I would encourage you to, to check out um, The Capables. Uh, again, you can go to thecapables.com um, or you can find it on Amazon. I'll put the, the link in the bio. It's it's a great book. And I, and I, I guarantee, because we've been doing author assemblies over the last couple of months, Kids love this book, yeah. uh, and I think they're going to be super stoked to see a group of kids superheroes um, that do some really, really cool things in our book. So that's that's my number three. And it's a great selection, and I can attest that the books are spectacular. Oh. Danny's done such an amazing job with coming up with this and then seeing it through to writing it, getting the illustrations, getting it published, getting the books, the physical books in his hand, getting them out to people. Uh, I, I applaud you, buddy, because I know you've worked really, really hard on it. And uh, the hard work has paid off. No, people should you, definitely man. check it out. All right. So we're going to get to my top two here. Well, I guess two and then your two and then one and then one. Yes. But yes. Uh, top two. My number two. This is a good one. I recommended this to somebody the other day. Okay. And it's a gift that I've given mm. twice. Whoa. Once to my wife. Well, really, here's what happened. It's a pillow. <laughs> the, the, it's a specific pillow. And I got it because I saw it on some list of like best things to get. I may have even gotten it around last Christmas. Now I that I think talking about, about it. Yes. Yeah. And I got this pillow and my wife tried it. It was like, this is the greatest pillow I've ever, ever slept on. And my wife sleeps not very soundly. She's mm. always trying to get better sleep. And she just, whether she's worried about like, are the kids okay? <laughs> you know, yeah. or just, you know, stuff in life and work. Um, she stole this pillow from me and loved it so much. We had to buy another one. And then we have gifted it to her parents as well. Oh, wow. Now, the name of this pillow is the Elviros... LV, El, Elveros, Elveros, okay. Elveros Cervical Memory Foam Pillow. You can find it on Amazon. We'll put the link to it. It's kind of a very oddly shaped pillow. It looks like a spaceship almost. It's not like <laughs> your typical, you know, you know, oval or rectangle shaped right. pillow. It's got all these little crevices and 
the memory foam makes it like it almost looks like it has wings. It's very odd. You got to look at it. Okay. But it has something about it that whether you're a side sleeper, I'm a side sleeper. Yeah. My wife is more of a back sleeper, side sleeper too. But it's good for that. I like it because there's like a kind of a dent in the middle of it. So when I listen to AirPods and I'm Ooh. like laying in in the bed yeah. on the pillow, it's not digging into my ears. Well, that's a nice right? feature. Yeah. So it's got like a nice little kind of spot for that. It supports your shoulders, supports your neck. I don't know wh- how it's doing what it's doing, <laughs> but I will tell you that it was one of those products that once we got it, I truly felt a difference in mm. how I slept. Not like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm sleeping better. Like I really like noticeably was like, I had the best sleep of my life. So uh, wow. it is the Elviros Cervical Neck Pillow. Uh, memory foam pillow and we will put the link to it on uh, on Amazon. and did like help you know because sometimes you know as i shared in a previous episode i wake up like a, like a shoulder pain yeah has it helped to did you ever have that and did it <sighs> i've not had that? shoulder pain okay. but it's definitely has helped with neck pain and okay. i feel like i don't sleep i sometimes used to sleep like crunched up like i'd have too many pillows and then my mm. my chin's almost like touching my chest more oh, okay. as opposed to being just flat and so it, it's it's a great pillow okay. and it's only like 50 bucks so and i think the thing is what is it we spend a third of our life in bed right right and it's one of those gifts that it's especially great for like a parent if you have like a parent who's like doesn't sleep very well and is always worried about something mm-hmm. give them this pillow it will help them have good sleep and they'll appreciate it is it one of those pillows like do you do you keep it on your bed I do. I okay. put other pillows on top. Oh, okay, of it. okay. Like it, it's not. It's not it's pretty not like looking. A cozy, like no, no, no. lean up against it's the headboard. It's not a pretty pillow. looking <laughs> pillow. Like we basically each have one, and then we have a nice, like you know, rectangle pillow. display pillow. The, the over display the pillow that's on top of it, and then when we go to bed, those pillows go on the floor, and we sleep on. Our them. international yeah. space stations are underneath yes, our, exactly, our normal cozy exactly. pillows. That's amazing. Uh, well, speaking of space. Uh, that was not an intentional segue, but it worked out really well. Um, my number two item is uh, name a star. Mm, I love this. You know, it, you, the star registry and and what they do. You can go to starregistry.com is so cool. Like to think that there is a star out in the galaxy that's named after you, or to gift that to a loved one. Like that is literally like an out of this world gift that's good i mean i think i was reading that i think they've named one after all the presidents uh, a lot of celebrities have, have done this over the years like how cool that like that one star has your child's name has your significant other's name has whatever i remember um you know we had some you know unfortunate stuff happen in our family a few years ago when we we lost our niece and um one of my good friends uh, him and his wife, I, I didn't know they were going to do this. They they named a star in, in our niece's honor. And they were like, hey, we, can we get your address? We want to sh- ship you something. And they sent it to us. And then I got it to my, my sister and brother-in-law. And it was so moving. You know, um, it's it's a great way to honor people who are here. It's a great way to honor maybe those that, that we've lost. Um, I think it's just there's there's no bad occasion for naming a star you know what i mean like it's to commemorate your wedding like there's and they tell you like generally where it is in the sky right and you can select i was reading on the website it looks like say you're like really into astrology Mm -hmm. you can choose which part of the sky like say you're a virgo i want to be in like the virgo sky i want to be in the scorpio sky whatever it is super super cool and speaking of the holidays 
if you order your star, I don't know what the timeline is, so I would go to starregistry.com, but you can get an ornament made. It's like a silver ornament, and they engrave your the coordinates oh, cool. of your star and the name of the star, which is usually named after a person, on the ornament so you can keep it on there. And it's obviously a star-shaped ornament. And I just like, that's so cool. Like, that's so unique, so fun. I feel like it's just, it's... It's unique. Like it's, it's very unexpected yes. and out of the box, which is great. Yeah. Now, here's my question, though. Yeah. You don't want to name a star, and then let's say that star explodes and an asteroid starts coming towards Earth, right? And the media all tries to be like, uh, "This is Comet four five seven two nine. and you're like, "No, that's m- that's my star. I'm named after it." Yeah. Is it going to be like the Lord of Scotland thing, where they're going to be like, <laughs> "Sorry, you don't actually own that star. We have to rescind the naming rights." I either that or they're going to be like, "Danny's coming for Earth. <laughs> Danny's like, Comet you better watch is coming out. for Earth. He's coming in hot." Um, but <laughs> no, I just, I'm sure you keep it. Yes, I I just think it's I think they've named like millions of stars wow. or something like that at this point in time. Again, I'm sort of shooting from the hip on this but when you order the package you get um you get this like certificate and all this like there's different packages you can sort of come in at yeah um and they've been doing it for i think 40 years now wow so like they're rated by the better better business bureau they're an accredited business um so you know that you're you're buying something legitimate which i think is super yeah over three million stars that's right i think it'd be so cool if like scientists discovered some sort of discovery in space yeah and it was a star that was on the the star registry and they were like this star named after molly smith in you know ohio right uh is have you know we found life on that that star or something you know like i think it'd be so cool that wouldn't it be crazy that's there if there was life on a star then they'd be hot yeah they'd be (laughs) super hot um so you know we're talking about the ornament here with uh you know being able to get you know, your coordinates for your star on an ornament. Um, Eric, as you know, we have someone very special joining us yes. here today who is, uh, as the New York Times dubbed him, the czar yes. of Christmas ornaments. Yes. This guy is back in the game after a nearly 15-year hiatus, one of the most famous ornament designers, uh, glass ornament designers in the world. Christopher Radko is joining us here right now on Christmas Countdown. Please, everybody, give a round of applause, a virtual round of applause, yes. as it were, for Christopher Radko. Yeah! Hello, Chris. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm great. I've got my jingles on. I'm ready for this holiday season. I think it's going to be the best Christmas ever. And I'm thrilled to be here with you guys today. Thanks, man. That's awesome. We're so excited. We're such huge fans of your work, as are millions of people around the world. You have sort of that, you've you've perfected that sort of vintagey, I'll let you describe it in your words, but how I see it is that kind of vintagey, almost glossy, great ornament that like you would see on a grandparent's tree and then they hand it down to you. It has a lot of vintage kind of nostalgic feel. So tell us about your ornaments and why, what makes them singular to you? Well, here's a close-up of one of my favorites oh, right wow. here. It's got vintage written all over it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I started making Christmas ornaments back in 1986 and it all happened because of a holiday accident. You see, it was my job up the big tree we had a 12-foot christmas tree at home i bought the new tree stand one of the legs cracked and buckled the entire tree came crashing down my grandmother rushed up from the dining room she said what happened chris you've all the ornaments are broken you've ruined christmas forever now oh my gosh and i was like shattered myself because i knew that for everyone in my family and especially for my grandmother there was a story 
behind mm. every single ornament. Every time we would hang an ornament on the tree, oh, this is when I was five years old, or this one when my parents got married, or this one when we went to Niagara Falls. I mean, there was the whole Christmas tree was like a family diary. Yeah. And when the tree crashed, we lost all those beautiful ornaments. And the problem was back in the 80s when I started this, nobody was making glass ornaments. Everything was plastic and styrofoam, you know? Right. And so I had to go to Europe looking for glass blowers who still kept those old traditions alive. And I found some glass blowers. They said, look, Christopher, you got to sketch or draw what it is that you want us to make for you. And when I had them make some ornaments for me and when I brought them home to the States, all my friends wanted to buy them from me. Back then, I was working in a uh, talent agency, in, in a mailroom of talent agency, earning 12000 a year. So I figured, well, maybe as a hobby, sure. I would start selling Christmas ornaments on my lunch hour. Oh and my so this was, this was in midtown Manhattan. And, you know, the first year, I sold $25,000 of ornaments. Whoa. And then the second year, I sold $100,000 of ornaments. So I figured, okay, it's time for me to say goodbye to the talent agency yeah. and... <laughs> And so I did this for many years, over 20 years. I sold my company back in, um, gee, in 2005. I had a long non-compete. My non-compete was 10 years long, but it's over. It expired last year. And I figured, you know what? I missed Christmas too much. I'm really ready to get back into it. I think I have a lot of relevant ideas for holiday decorations. So I started a brand new boutique company called Heartfully Yours. I'm the artist, Christopher Radko, but the name of the company, the brand name is Heartfully Yours. And these are all ornaments made in Europe. Nothing's made in China. Mm. Uh, they're all made in countries like Italy and Poland and the Czech Republic and Germany. And each one of these ornaments still takes a week to make just the way they were made, like you said, back in our grandmother's day, mm -hmm. you know, from the 40s and 50s. So, you know, I, I sometimes have to pinch myself because every morning I wake up and I, I think, gee, I get to live Christmas again today <laughs> and, and share it with others. So like, you know, I'm sharing with you guys here today. I feel like we have a lot in common Absolutely. with Christopher. I mean, that's sort of what... If we're ever missing a host, we need you to come and uh, fill in for us. Oh, my Because you've gosh. got the spirit just like us. Oh, yeah. I mean, we we weren't working in mailrooms when we started this show, but, like, this was sort of a, a hobby on the side. And, and like, you experienced with, with your ornaments, like, how quickly it exploded. It, it's been very similar for us with this show. And and, and the, the Christmas lover community, they're just so so welcoming, you know, and, and, and just full of spirit and love. And I think that's one of the things that Eric and I love the most. I'm curious for you, like, was Christmas something you have always loved ever since you were a child? Yeah, I would say so. You know, um, uh, sadly, my parents didn't have a great marriage. Mm -hmm. And so they were always kind of bickering and fighting, except at Christmas time. Mm -hmm. That was when there was like a truce and everything seemed to be better. Yeah. So, you know, there'd be Christmas music play on the radio and good food coming out of the kitchen and the beautiful Christmas tree. And, and so I always associated Christmas with like a period of joy and warmth and, yeah. and coziness. And, you know, I, I guess, I, I mean, but I love Christmas and the spirit of Christmas all year long. I mean, if you take the best things of Christmas, you know, the the feeling of having an open heart and of, of caring about other people and, and um, you know, and sharing, you know, our heart with others. Um, if we could like do that every year, every day of the year, then we'd really be living the best part of Christmas. You don't have to have a Christmas tree up all year to kind of express that Christmas spirit. I try to do that. Um, and But of course, my particular vehicle is Christmas ornaments. And like you said, there's there's something really, you know, traditional and old fashioned about them. Like, check out this guy. He's called a long winter's nap. 
And again, this is an entirely handmade blown glass ornament, Santa on December 26th. That's about how I feel. Is, is Santa, he's taking a nap in a wreath there? Is that, <laughs> is that what he's doing? <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I have to ask. So you're saying that they're blown, they're like hand blown. And I, I mean, I've seen like the basic, like blowing a glass vase where they, you know, blow it into a big kind of form. How are they getting the details of all these little nooks and crannies of this snowman or of a Santa or of a wreath, how do they, are they essentially like blowing it into the size of the general ornament and then using those little sticks to kind of like form this stuff or tell us more? Yeah. That's a really, really, really good question. You know, it's, it's an old, it's actually an ancient craft. It dates back to the 1800s. Each ornament, every single one, because they're not mine, at least they're not made by computers. They're not, they're not mass produced. Yeah. They, blown out of tubes of clear pyrex glass mm. and the, the the tubes of glass and they kind of make segments into which they make bubbles like a soap bubble of glass okay then they have a metal mold it's got a top and a bottom and what they do is they insert the bubble into the mold they close the mold over the bubble of glass and then they blow one more time oh, wow. so that the bubble expands to the shape inside the mold. Yeah, then they yeah. open the mold, they take out the Santa or the snowman or right. the angel, and it's still a clear glass shape, yeah. but it has the shape of a Santa. And, and then the next day, it has to cure overnight. So that's day number one. Okay. Then day number two, they have to actually silver the inside with liquid sterling silver, the same way, um, you know, a, a bathroom mirror is silvered or a mirror over a mantelpiece. It's actual silver nitrate that's applied to the inside of the glass. And it's, it's poured inside, it's swished around, they heat it up, the silver solution kind of attaches to the glass walls on the inside. That's what makes the ornament shiny and reflective. Otherwise, it would be see-through light would pass through it. Right, yeah. Silver, it literally has a silver lining. Every one of my ornaments. <laughs> That's, That's great. great. And, and so then the silver solution has to dry overnight. Then on day number three, they apply on the outside, they apply a base white coat of matte lacquer. Mm. Sort of like when an artist paints on a white canvas, mm. you know, they throw the white canvas. So the ornament painter has to, to start on a white canvas of the whole ornament sure. being white. And that dries. So then on day number four, they start to apply the, the general colors like the red coat or the black boots or the red hat right. on Santa's head. That has to dry. So then on days numbers five and six, they start doing all this, this, the smaller details like the blush on, on Santa's cheeks or the eyelashes on an angel. I have a special painter. All she does her, 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 her like job, if you will, is to paint eyelashes on every single eyelash and I mean, every single angel or snowman or Santa. She, she has very steady hands and a tiny paintbrush and she does all the eyelashes. She's the eyelash lady. Wow, um, that's incredible. That's so cool. And then, then on like day number six and seven, they apply all the glitter detail, like the outline, the snowflakes in glitter or the, the fur on Santa's hat. Like, like for instance here, you'll see this one this one's called december 24th okay. i don't know if you can see but he's got like fuzzy maybe i'm too close fuzzy oh, yeah, glitter fuzz seat, around yeah. his neck there on on his coat yeah i mean there's a lot of different kinds of glitter i actually have a glitter chart and i have 27 count them 27 different kinds of glitter that i use it's it's insane i mean gold silver red um hologram glitters short hair long hair i mean all these different kinds of effects 
by glitter. So this layer on top of layer on top of layer is what causes each ornament to take a whole week to make. That's one of the reasons they're so special. They're entirely handmade. Yeah. That's incredible. So how many designs have you made in your career? Do you, do you have that number handy? I do. Uh, uh, since I started in 1986, I designed over 15,000 designs. Oh my gosh. That's, that's really a lot. That's I know. I thought 40 episodes of a podcast <laughs> was, was a lot. And, and then you dropped 15,000 on me. We got, we got some work wow. to do here. Do you have, do you have a favorite Christopher of, of all of them? I know they're probably like your children. That's hard to pick just one, but is there a that's favorite or two that you just, they stand out and you always remember them? Yeah, I, you know what? I, I mean, I've designed so many, and, and like you said, they're my children, so I never want one ornament to find out that I favored the other ones. <laughs> and we won't tell you from We don't want that to happen, because they do come alive at night, you know? <laughs> but but seriously, um, you know, I uh, after 9-11, I created a special heart-shaped ornament with the American flag on it, a brave heart. I, I raised money for the Red Cross. Um, so that was a very, very special one. Yeah. I tried to create charity ornaments. This year, for instance, I have a whole series of ornaments made in the Ukraine. Oh. So they're actually made by Ukrainian glass blowers uh, in the factories that haven't been bombed yet, fortunately. Um, they're mostly in the Western Ukraine. So these are ornaments where my employing the Ukrainian glass blowers helps them put bread on their table yeah. this, wow. this Christmas. So, so I feel really good about that. But a lot of my ornaments are fundraisers. Um, and uh, but, you know, I love all the arms. I mean, any ornament that can bring a smile to a child's face or when you have it on your home Christmas tree, um, that that's then that's a home run, that ornament, because it creates new memories for that family. They'll remember where they bought it or the person that gave it to them. And they'll think of that person every single year mm -hmm. when they hang that ornament on the tree. It's, it's very connective. It's they're memory makers. So oh, so yeah. I love them all. They're all like my mission. You know, they, they follow my mission of connecting people. For me, that's really what all the holidays are about, whether it's Valentine's or, you know, Halloween. I mean, they're all about chances for us to celebrate with the people we love and care about mm. and connect in a community level and especially yeah. Christmas. So my ornaments are vehicle for serving, you know, you could call it my higher purpose to do that, you know, to connect people through the memories of, of Christmas. I, I love that so much. You know, we've talked previously on the show, you know, about a, a family tradition that, that my family has, uh, you know, of every year, my mom, my dad, you know, my siblings now, you know, our significant others or spouses, we all get together one night and we all go ornament shopping together. And every year, you know, my mom and dad buy all of us a, a new ornament. I have so many ornaments, you know, being, you know, in my early forties now that like my mom was like, Hey, you need to come pick up all these ornaments. And now I have them on like a separate tree in my house. And, you know, there's something so special about an ornament, you know, the stories you've shared about like the connectivity, what do you think makes the perfect ornament? Well, you know, um, obviously, uh, there's an emotional connection there. It's, it's, it's an emotional impulse when you buy an ornament, mm. but it doesn't have to be limited to store-bought ornaments, even ornaments you make at home. Maybe your kids made a little cotton ball snowman in yeah. kindergarten. Yeah. That suddenly becomes so important because your son or your daughter or your grandchild made that and gave it to you. I mean, that becomes such an emotional, you know, a popsicle stick, yeah. you know, snow. <laughs> yeah. It really doesn't matter. You know, it could be made out of cookie dough. I mean, it's just it's it's about expressing your heart. Mm. Um, and 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 the, the ornament kind of carries that vibration of your heart love 
if you will, and you hang that on the tree and it just, it, it's special because of the heart connection. You know, I mean, I, I can, I, I can confirm none of my ornaments are plastic. They're not made by machines. They're not mass produced. So there's, there is the human breath in every mm -hmm. one of my glass yeah. ornaments. Um, the human touch, every single layer of paint and glitter is hand applied. So there's a lot of, you know, our, our artist passion that goes into making these. But really, any ornament that brings a smile to your face, that, that, that you can't beat that. You know, it can be homemade. It can be an ornament your child made at school. You know, but, you know, I, I loved glass ornaments. That's what I remember from my grandparents' mm -hmm. time. And that's, that, it's, a, it's a tradition that almost disappeared. So it was really very much my task to reignite the European glass ornament industry mm -hmm. by carefully working with families in Germany and Italy and the Czech Republic and Poland and now the Western Ukraine to help them keep alive their tradition and for them to train the next generation yeah. to glass blowers and painters so that it doesn't die off you know, in, in the next five years, there will be a next, you know, a wave of, of, of artists making these still in Europe. These are countries that have celebrated Europe. Uh, so many of our American Christmas traditions come from Europe, from, right. you know, France and England, you know, and Germany and, and Eastern Europe, you know. And, and so, so I, I just love, you know, having that kind of mindfulness of, of keeping those ancient traditions alive. I think there's also there's also something really cool about the fragility of a glass mm. ornament, you know? And while it can be, you know, you can have moments like you said happened to you where a, an ornament falls or the tree falls or the cat jumps in and, a, and an ornament falls and breaks, and it can feel truly tragic. Like, it can really feel like, wow, we won't be able to get that back. Right. But I think because of that, it makes people take care of these ornaments and not just be like, all right, here's another one, throw it in the box. Here's another one, throw it in the box. Right. And my question for you, though, is on your personal Christmas tree, is it filled with all your ornaments or do you ever do people ever give you <laughs> ornaments that, that get to crack into your Christmas tree? That's a funny question. You know, I, I, so far, no one's been brave enough to do that. <laughs> But I would gladly accept an ornament because of the spirit with which it's given. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, if someone wants to give me an ornament, yeah, that, that, that's right. I feel like we got to go well, now, up to like the local paint store yeah. today. And, uh, we're going to make you a make popsicle you stick, you know, uh, cotton ball ornament, but it will be from the heart. It'll be from the heart. And we hope it the will make it onto Christmas your tree. Christmas will, will live on. But I will tell you, a good Christmas drink would be just as good. So. <laughs> well, we'll put a drink inside yes, the yeah. ornament. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can only oh, drink yeah. a little bit each year because it's got to last like <laughs> 10 years. Age, yeah. So, yeah, and it'll be better as every year goes by. So do you uh, ever no. sit around, Christopher, I'm curious, like, you know, this has been sort of an experience that Eric and I have gone through with the show as people reach out and share with you what it means, you know, what your show, our show means to them. And I'm sure you hear a lot from people of what your ornaments mean to them, like, is it is it wild to think 15,000 designs, like the amount of homes that your art hangs in? What, what is that feeling like to know that like your work, your expression exists in so many people's homes and is a part of their Christmas tradition every year? Um, you know, I, I, that's a very good question. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, honestly, I don't I don't stop to think about it. Mm. Um, I actually don't have time to kind of rest on my laurels because mm. 
been away from the game for 15 years. You know, this is my brand new boutique company, right. Heartfully Yours. And this is my first year back in business. And anytime you have a new business, especially just post pandemic, um, it's, you know, it's hard. It's hard. It's really, really hard. Yeah. I, I work eight different factories, trying to herd them all together to get them to make all their samples at the same time, to get them to ship on the same time, you know, to, to line up, you know, the financing and the sales reps and the warehousing and, and, and all the back office work. It's, you know, I'm not 24 anymore. I mean, I, I might look, I'm 97 and a half, but uh, Christmas does keep me young, but I'm not as young as 24 when I started my first business. So you know, I have a lot of um, sleepless nights. I wake up at three in the morning. It's like, what do I have to do today? Mm-hmm. And I start making, and, and my dog looks at me. It's like, it's still dark outside. What are you doing <laughs> up? You know, I, I got to get to work. And then, you know, I work for, you know, and just, it's a lot of, um, you know, like even I'm sure for Santa and the workshop, right? I mean, there's so much stress behind the scenes. You yeah. you just see the the happy side. You just see right. the side. It's a lot of work, you know, but that said, I'm passionate about it and I'm willing to do the work. I love what I'm doing. I, I know I'm doing my calling here. I know that no one can do this better than I can. And I'm the guy in the moment to do it. And so I'm like fulfilling my job. I'm doing what I'm cut out to do. And and so, yeah, people will, rec- they don't really recognize me as much because I'm not like a celebrity where my face is everywhere, but they know my name. All I have to do is say, hi, I'm Christopher Radko. Oh my God, my mother loves your ornaments. Oh my God, my you know, it's like, yeah, th- oh, th- well, my mother thanks your mother, you know, because, <laughs> you know, there's college, you know, but um, I, you know, I'm, I'm grateful. I guess ultimately I'm grateful because I know that what I'm doing is effective. It's making a difference mm-hmm. homes all over the world. And I mean, I've had celebrity, you know, celebrity collectors for decades, Elton John, you know, Bruce Springsteen, Hugh Jackman. I mean, when she was alive, Lady Diana, Princess Diana was a huge collector, Catherine Hepburn from the old days. Wow. I mean, you know, all the way up to, you know, celebrities today, um, anyone that really loves Christmas is, is, is certain to, to, to be interested in knowing that, that I'm back yeah. and that, I, you know, this wonderful new boutique collection, not available any, everywhere. There are just a handful of stores across the country that carry it. You can go on my website, heartfullyyours.com and, and see those stores. But um, I'm really kind of walking before I run. It's a boutique collection. Everything is made by hand, and they're all still made in Europe. And and the, the fact that I got as many ornaments into this country, you know, in time for Christmas this year, to me is a minor Christmas miracle. I mean, my, my company is only 10 months old. That's it. It's wow, 10 yeah. months old. So, like, wow. I mean, there's, there's a Santa Claus out there looking out. <laughs> Absolutely. So, well, you know, Chris, we have loved talking to you. Thank you so much. And say your website one more time, just in case people want to find uh, the new Heartfully Yours collection. Absolutely. So so I'm the designer, the artist, Christopher Radko, but my company name is called Heartfully Yours. You can find it under heartfullyyours.com, or you can go on my Instagram page, which is heartfullyyours underscore Christmas. And so that's where you can find me and all my... You can see videos of how the ornaments are made um, and how they're painted. Uh, You can see the whole catalog. There are about 200 styles that I created this year. So there's something for everyone. And and they're really made with heart and love. I'm like so 
grateful that I can be alive to do this. Yeah. We're incredibly grateful that you yes. talked to us and told us about this. We encourage everybody to go check out Heartfully Yours. Get yourself a Christopher Radko oh, ornament. Um, and I will just ask you to do this, Christopher. We have found that sometimes doing a Christmas podcast, which has a lot of work, you know, and sometimes we're like, man, are we are we truly appreciating the season? Yeah. Because we're like sort of like you you had to say making a business, but making a business out of Christmas. And like we're always like we're, we're challenging ourselves and I'll challenge you as well as somebody who is bringing so much joy to so many other people. Try to find just a few moments, if you can, this season to appreciate how much people appreciate you and what you've been giving to the world and the joy and the memories uh, that you've been br bringing people for, for years. And we just, uh, you know, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Yes. We're so thankful that you talked to us and uh, maybe we'll talk to you next season. You can give us an update on some new ones uh, that'll be coming out next season as well. I would love that. I, you know, I live Christmas all year long and with my new collection, Heartfully Yours, we're going to have the next uh, collection out in 2023. Wow. And I can't wait to share those with you guys as well. So thank you. Thank you for sharing your hearts for Christmas and your love and passion for Christmas. Uh, you're helping making it making it be the most magical time of the year. So thank you both. <laughs> thank you, Chris. Thank you so much, Christopher. Merry, merry. Merry, merry. <laughs> That was so cool. It was right? so great talking with him. He a I love that he was in the spirit. Like so he clearly he clearly was somebody who gets us and our listeners. Yes, <laughs> he he is one of us. Our affinity um, for elf culture. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And it was so cool to hear about how those ornaments are actually made. What a pro like seven days yeah. for an ornament because like most of the time you're like oh this must have been like just like put in a machine yeah. and boom it comes out in five minutes. Thousand like, of them came out. In the the day, detail yeah. that they yeah. go to is just absolutely incredible. Very so make sure you you check uh, out Heartfully Yours. It's really really cool stuff that that Christopher's doing. Yes. Um, okay. So we're to my number one gift. I like this one. This is okay. a good one. I hope so. Um, and they have a deal going on right now that is two for the price of one. Ooh. The gift is Masterclass. Do you know about Masterclass? Masterclass.com? Yes. yes. So there are a few companies that do this now. There's one called like Studio. I think it's just called Studio.com. But Masterclass was kind of the first one. They got truly masters. Like they have... You know, Christina Aguilera, Steve Martin, Annie Leibovitz, mm. like major people that are truly at the top of their field, whatever right. they do. And they do these like usually eight to 20 classes. Some of the classes are like 15 minutes, some are a half hour, some are an hour. Kind of depends on what they're teaching. But they really do like great classes to teach truly great skills. Mm. And right now they have this deal that you can get two memberships for the price of one. So oh, you can wow. get one for yourself and learn about everything that you ever wanted to know okay. and give one as a gift. And it's like a year-long pass. They can take any of the classes that they want. Wow. Um, it is – I just think that like – I was trying to think of unique, interesting gifts. And this is something that – knowledge is power right like yeah. knowing how to be better at any kind of skill you may take the class on um there's one that they have a fbi negotiator Whoa. who does like he talks to you about how fbi negotiators work with like terrorists or oh. bank robbers and how they their communication skills that they use to like get people mm. to calm down and to listen to them and you can use these skills in your everyday life you can take a class on photography from Annie Leibovitz, and you don't have to necessarily then become a professional photographer, but she's going to give you tips that make your 
pictures that you take with your iPhone of your family just that much better. So uh, masterclass.com, really cool website. Uh, I've had it for years. I've done a bunch of the classes through it. It's really, really very cool. And they have the thing right now of two memberships for the price of one. So that was my uh, my number one gift that you could give this year uh, at Christmas time. Dude, that's amazing. I've been so curious about Masterclass for the longest time because I feel like I see the ads yeah. popping up on you know my Facebook or whatever all the time. And I'm like, hmm. I don't necessarily, you know, I worked with Gordon Ramsay on MasterChef, so like, uh, I don't need to necessarily learn how to cook from Gordon, sure. but then like, I know Ron Howard, I think had Directing, one, you know, storytelling. Yeah. I was just like, this is, I think there was like Jerry Bruckheimer, like it was mm-hmm. just like the who's who of all the industries Truly, are on there. Sometimes they tell you like, oh, this is a masterclass, right? Like that's a phrase of like learning from a professional, but these are truly masters. Yeah. The best of the best. So cool. I, I love that. I love that. Um, all right. So number one for me is going to be something that I actually received uh, as a gift not too long ago, and it's something I had had on my Christmas list for so long. Okay. Um, I feel like so many of us out there want to know, where do you come from? Mm-hmm. What's your family history? Mm. You know, not every family has like a historian that, that keeps a family sure. tree and all this sort of stuff. And we live in this incredible time where technology has made it so that we can like get connected to people around the world, not just through social media, but through services like Ancestry, DNA, yeah. uh, and 23andMe. Yeah. So whether you're, you know, want to go 23andMe route or Ancestry, DNA, I know some people do both. Sure. Uh, I did the 23andMe plus DNA report. And like so regularly I'll get like an email, I'll be like, oh, you have seven new DNA relatives. Wow. And it's like point, you know, 2%. Yeah. And it's like, but it helps me to like realize like, oh, it's, people in Ireland, like people in England, uh, you know, and it, what's really cool about the DNA aspect is it will like tell you all this information about like, are you prone to celiac disease? Are you prone to like restless leg syndrome, uh, Parkinson's disease, all these different things based off of like your DNA profile and all the DNA information that they've collected from people. It empowers you with information, not just about like your family and connecting with people that, maybe you've never met before in your life that live in different parts of the world, but also to learn more about you and to keep an eye out for things. Like I'm one of those people who's like very attentive to what's going on with my body. So to know like, oh, I'm more prone to like coronary artery disease. Maybe I should not eat steak all the time, or maybe I should just go get my heart checked out regularly. I just think we live in this cool time where we can be empowered with information. And, you know, they've got all these different kits you can get, whether you want to come in at the base level, all the way up, you know, you do the little saliva sample, you send it off. And in a matter of like weeks, you go in and, and what's really cool is like seeing on like my, my family tree on here, you're like, oh, there's my cousin, you know, right. and uh, we have 12 and a half percent like the same DNA right. is like super cool. I just I think it's really, really special, really, really unique. And I think to know where you came from is is really cool information yeah. to have. So I would uh, I would encourage everyone to check it out if you haven't done so already. Um yeah, I think, again, it's just unique, and it's it's not something that's going to break in a year. That's right. information that you or your loved one's going to get to carry with them forever, which yeah. I think is pretty darn cool. Well, folks, that's the end of this episode. We hope that we have given you some good gift ideas. Yeah. I think that we have. We really ran the we, gamut. Yeah, I think we gave you some like heartfelt stuff, some good uh, gifts that are kind of general to, like, you're somebody, you know, whether it's a boss or mm-hmm. a coworker, you're like, I don't know what to get this person. Boom. We've given you some options. Yeah. Um, 
But I loved your options, Danny. I thought my options were very good as well. Let us know if you end up getting anything yeah. uh, from our, our list that we've <laughs> given you. We'll put links to everything uh, in the show notes. Yep. Uh, but this is going to be, sadly, the end of this episode. And Sing until we meet yeah. again, as we finish every episode on the Christmas Countdown Show, we say... Merry Christmas and happy holidays. We'll see you on the next one, everybody. Bye-bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye.